Hello, everybody, and welcome to Two Men in a Motor. I'm Sai. And I'm Al. How are you, Al? Fine, it's absolutely fine. My hair's going back a little bit, and yours, yours hasn't been cut yet, as, as I can see. I'm, I'm still, I'm still socially distancing. Oh yeah, I can't. I'm, I'm in the shops every day, mate. So I've, I've got it now. I've got it. Do you know what I mean? But I doubt I've got it. I, I, I think you know. Right, I, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not bothered about getting it or if I've had it or whatnot. But I'm just. I like not dealing with people. If I'm totally honest, I think that's why I like cars because <laughs> I can just shut the world out. <laughs> This is our top 10 forwards, and Sai's going to do his top five first of all. So, Sai, off you go. This, is, this was difficult for me, Al. This, this, this was difficult because I'm not a massive forward fan, and, and it was weird because I came up with the idea. So, I think I liked a bit of a challenge. But you see, there's a difference between not liking forwards, but you've got to appreciate what they did. Obviously, without Mr. Ford, you wouldn't have. Uh, you know, modern cars and everything else. So they are a massive deal in, in the automotive world. They are like, they, they are a massive, massive deal. I've only ever owned one. I'm, and all our listeners and our subs, they know that I uh, harangued my granddad into getting an ST, an ST Focus. Motability. Um, a motability. Good <laughs> <laughs> shops in. God bless you. Absolutely. I tell you what, if he did need incontinence pads before, he certainly did once he got in that Fiesta, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> He'd never been to the shop so quick in his life. Right, what's, what's next? Let's get off that now. What's, what's, your, what's your fifth one? What's your first one, sorry? These aren't in order, mate. These aren't okay. like fifth ones. These are just what I think are like iconic and, and the Fords that I really like, okay? The first one, go. First one, uh, Ford Fiesta RS or ST. Ford Fiesta ST. How long have we had to prepare for this? You can't even get your car right. <laughs> How long it's have we had? Ford Fiesta ST. I've sent you um, the uh, some photos um, of an orange one, and orange orange is the only color that you can get it in. It's the performance spec one, and it's just absolutely brilliant. Um, Looks great, looks aggressive, goes like stink, um, hatchback, loads of space. But with modern Fords, and again, I think Fords have come on leaps and bounds. I've been in your Fiesta. It's like a TARDIS. It looks small on the outside, but it's big inside. Yeah. You've got all your, you've got you've got a six and a half inch touch screen. You've got nav. You've got dab. You've got uh, everything. Uh, I've got, I've got, eight inch touch screen. Sorry, mate. Eight-inch touchscreen. It's better. No wonder your fat fingers can touch from one side of the screen to the other. I'm very good with my left hand now because, uh, yeah. because obviously you're driving like that and you have to, not like that, you're driving and then you have to play with touch with your left hand. So I'm quite happy with just these days. Oh, awesome. Is that what they call the stranger when you use your left hand? <laughs> <laughs> Does your touch screen not know it's you? <laughs> no, it just feels like it's somebody else. 
Move off. Move uh, and yeah, uh, cheaper than you know the Germans, oh. cheaper than a Golf, a BMW, a Merc, everything else. Manual stick shift, great to drive, just a great little car. Uh, and I think that, and again, the Fiesta as a whole, yes, revolutionised the small hot hatch and the small hatchback and everything else. We wouldn't be anywhere if there wasn't a Ford Fiesta. And the Ford Fiesta has gone through the age, doesn't it? Through decades and decades and decades and decades. I can remember the Fiesta when I was a little lad. I can remember the Fiesta now as a 35-year-old man. They are still going strong. They're still selling like hot cakes. And if you get a little performance one, you just you just gonna have a, a whale of a time and you're gonna have a great time. So Ford Fiesta ST for me. Right, say so the Fiesta is your first choice. What's your second one? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna throw this right back now, Al, to the late late eighties, nineteen eighty seven. Uh, the Ford Sierra, and more importantly, the Ford Sierra RS Cosworth. Now I know you're not a fan of these cars, Al. I, I hate I hate Sierras because. Um, they were just ugly, brutish cars. They were known as the jelly mold, weren't they, when they came out? They just had no style whatsoever. Um, and they replaced an icon, which was the Cortina, with that thing. Um, thank God for the Mondeo. That's all I can say. But the yeah, this year was a horrible car. But the one you chose, and you can't deny its greatness. Absolutely. It's weird, though. It, and it's amazing, isn't it? Like, beauty is certainly in the eye of the beholder because I look at it, and fair enough, it's got to be an RS Cosworth. A normal Sierra mostly doesn't look great. No. But I look at that Sierra Cosworth and I love the front. Looking at that Sierra front on, something weird because they are very ugly and they are very basic and very basic shapes. But I love the big headlights, the small kind of rectangular grille. And then you've got that big swooping bonnet and then the, the, the vents down each side of the bonnet. I think they look incredible. Yeah, but you, you've, got, you've got vents in the bonnet and stuff because they're valley cars, weren't they? Or they were you know, very high performance cars and that made them look better. And yeah. your, average bank, your average Sierra was just vile. But yeah, that's where it looked great because it was, it was, it was really souped up. You had that wing on the back, didn't you? It's yeah. made all the difference. So yeah, I understand that. Um, but yeah, again, you're going back to the 80s, so the interior, again, not great. Seats, horrible. Um, dashboard, interior buttons, um, placement of buttons and everything else, not great. I wouldn't spend £50,000 on that car now, which is what it's on Auto Trader for, really? and sit in that cockpit. £50,000? 50, 50 There's currently two for sale in the UK. A grey one and a white one. The grey one is up for 45 and the white one is 50. Wow. Um, the be only, only two for sale. Yes. Only, only two RS Cosworth. There's five or six Sierras, but yeah. RS Cosworth is only two. And yeah, they are immaculate. The grey one has certainly been used more. The seats are more, have been more satin and, and creased and stuff. But this is the point that I was making from like the modern Fiesta. You wouldn't know. You were sat in a Ford, in a modern Ford. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the, the buttons, the button placement, the finish quality, the soft materials around the dash, the the in-car entertainment, all of the mod cons. You wouldn't know if you were sat in a, an English, a British, a German, an Italian, a, a Japanese. They have really come on leaps and bounds. But that RS Cosworth, 
basically, it's all about the drive, the performance, the engine and the wing on the back. The interior is not great. But again, I think that is a real icon. Motorsport, pedigree, rally cars, touring cars, whatever else they were in, yeah. uh, a real a real icon of the 80s. Yeah, uh, and good. the one that I've picked, it's got an in-car old-school phone. Oh! You imagine drifting that four-wheel drift on the phone, buy-buy-buy, sell-sell-sell, <laughs> drifting your RS Cosworth. Yes. Brilliant. You'll be heaven. Absolutely. Great, that's actually talking my language now. Okay, what's your third one? Uh, third one, and again, there's a real yin and yang between me and you, isn't there? All, you know, all yours are going to be slow and rubbish, <laughs> and all mine. Very <laughs> nice. And all mine are, are fast, powerful, top of the top of the range spec. Um, and my next one is indeed the Ford Focus. What the RS or? Well, I think you've got to pay homage to the Focus anyway, because when the Focus first came along, it was like an alien had brought it out of space. There was there was nothing that had those shapes. The first Focus had triangular wheel arches. Triangular? Are you sure? Very angular, weren't they? Yeah, they were. The wheel, they were very angular. I know, I know I had a Focus Mark One, and I know when they first came out, it was a very avant-garde shape and whoever designed it was a genius because here was it was a car which wasn't much bigger than an escort which it replaced but you get five people in in absolute ease and comfort and loads of boot space just an absolute genius design i don't know if ford have ever been in trouble or i've ever risked going bust but that focus in my eyes most probably saved ford most probably brought ford into the future Instead of it just languishing in the past, like so many British manufacturers, it brought that right up to date. The interior was crazy. The the design, the sharp headlights, the, the lights at the back, everything, it had just not been seen before. And it did stop you. Even if it was a 1.4 diesel, you'd go, bloody hell, there's a, look at that, it's crazy. Look at the lights, look at the bumper, whatever. And that has come on leaps and bounds again and they keep modernizing it they keep bringing out newer versions they keep making it better it's always in my eyes been styled brilliant i don't think there's ever been a bad looking focus but that first one it was like the back end of it was enormous but it wasn't we looked at it you'd think that you couldn't see out the back window but you could you want this You'd think you couldn't see out the back window, but you could. Oh, yeah. It's not like the initially with all the pillars and stuff, but it really wasn't. Yeah, great vision inside. It was amazing. Yeah. It was just, I, I, I still can't remember how that design was like. I don't, I don't know if you even thought of that design. It was just incredible. So, but I, 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 I was like, it's a bit of a shame now because you see them all the time. You're used to it. And you don't appreciate how good it was. And again, the balls of those designers, I'm probably the chief exec or whoever it, whoever it goes through to make it from just a design to actual production, that could have turned off a massive, massive proportion of their customers. Gone, I hate it. You know, to actually put that into production, and again, it sounds maybe over the top, but that, in my eyes, to put that first generation in production was a major risk. Well, you think it was what well, was replacing it was, it was replacing the Escort, yeah. which was like the biggest seller, wasn't it? But it was it was past the time the Escort had to be changed, but to be changed that radically it was just like 
Wow. And my personal favourite is the um, 2009 Focus RS. Right. Um, so not not the very latest one. I just think the shape of the 2009 Focus suits the RS more. The lights slope down at the back, uh, sort of to sort of big protruding spoiler sticks. It just seems to stick out for miles. Um, and the only colour you can get it in is lime green with a black roof and a black spoiler. That is that. it. I love that lime green. I think it's great. Yeah. Really cool. Somebody put on our social media uh, a couple of days ago. Why don't why don't manufacturers do this anymore? And they they pick a really outlandish colour to kind of so you know what that focuses. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know that's not a one point nine TDI. You know it's not a one point six ST line. You know that that is an RS just by the paint job, and that's exactly how it should be. Yeah, should be maybe right, absolutely right. They probably just go with economics now. So if somebody in China wants an orange, whatever, and you're gonna get it, aren't you? Yeah. Which is a shame. But there you go. So what's your fourth one? Fourth is, and again, we've spoken about this, and I've 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 brought this one to the table in our last um, episode with Res Cars. Uh, it's the Escort Cosworth, and again, Ford. You know, you've got to really give them credit where credit's due. Um, they sell in millions and millions of cars, and the Escort again was was going through the decades, and it just seemed to run and run and run. But the Escort Cosworth, with the massive wing on the back, to me, it was just just something else. It just blew me away as a kid. Like I said in the previous episode, there was one at the bottom of me and Granddad's road. And whenever you were walking down to see them and this blue one was outside, you knew that you were walking to something special. It wasn't just an escort. It wasn't what everybody else had. You knew that this was something else. And even even as a 10, 11-year-old lad, I wanted to drive that car. Then and there, even if you just said, go ahead, mate, jump in the passenger side and I'll take you for a spin. And I would have gone weak at the knees. It was just something about that car that had to be driven. Um, And again, nowhere near as bad as the Sierra Cosworth. The interiors at this point, 96, 97, were certainly getting better. Nice place to be, full Recaro interior. Manual again, uh, so you're getting the real enjoyment out of driving it. Looks great, drives great. Still rare now. Again, you know, it's so weird since we started thinking about cars from our childhood that make daily drivers. And you start thinking... You don't see any of them. You know, it, 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 it's weird now how all these cars are appreciating in value. But on a day-to-day basis, I see more Porsche, more AMG Mercedes, more McLarens, more Bentleys, more Ferraris than I do a 1987 M3, an RS Cosworth, an Escort Cosworth. Yeah. You don't see any of them. You don't see these cars at all. So no wonder they're appreciating in value. If you had one and you kept it and you looked after it, you're in the money. You are absolutely in the money. You think a 1987 BMW M3 is going for over a hundred grand? Just yeah. incredible. Yeah, yeah, amazing. They're so rare. They're, they're, they're cool as well, aren't they? New cars like that. It's like like we watched we watched the car guys on YouTube and Jason bought his, his Talbot Sunbeam with the Lotus engine in. I think well that's that's more rare and more cool than a Lambo. Exactly. Because you just, you just don't see them anymore. And he, he still gets loads of enjoyment out of it. So the Escort's are a bit like that. And the, the cars we've seen, you don't see, 
Why so close me there from the street? And I'd be like, oh my God, you've been taking photos? Yeah. <laughs> Don't see them there? No. Right, then, what's, your, what's your last one? Okay. Mustang. Which, now, I knew you were going to pick this because you told me, and I was really surprised. I thought you hated Mustangs. So, let me go on record and say, I do. <laughs> <laughs> the Mustangs from the 90s up to now have just got bigger, wider, heavier, slower. They're just, they're just not great. They're just not great cars. The, the Mustang of like, nine, I think between 96 and 2000, they were just the worst things you have ever seen in your life. But the 1967-68 Mustang is just a thing of beauty. And I would own one in a heartbeat. And I don't know why, because it's well before my time, but there is just something about those Mustangs. The, the front, the styling, they look big, they're long at the front, they're long at the back. Those three red strip lights at the back are just iconic. The side profile, the silhouette, stunning. And I also think in the 60s and the 70s, you had all those iconic actors and you had all those iconic racing drivers. You had all those iconic movies. But yeah, so the, the one that I have picked um, is actually the Bullet Edition. Um, so again, if you remember the movie or you've seen the movie, um, it was a real dark green uh, 1967 Mustang. It had the black, chunky, five-spoke alloy wheels on it. It's just brilliant. You talk about road presence, that has got the presence. It's low, it's wide. It's got two big single headlights at the front. It's got the three strip lights in the back. I just love it. I just absolutely love it. I agree, mate. It's very, very... I hate using the word iconic because it's overused now. But it is because Steve McQueen's drove it in that film. I looked cool and made it cool and it was, it was a great car anyway. Everything was right about it. It's a muscle car. It's not too muscly. Exactly. Like some, some of the muscle cars are horrendous. What, what was the one? I want to say the Barracuda but it might not be. But there was a muscle car and it had basically a wing on the back that was so big you could almost stand in it. You know, just, just stupid. But again, there was no there was no spoilers or wings or or anything on that Mustang. It was it was just a sleek silhouette. Side profile of that Mustang, brilliant. The front was so basic, it just had a small rectangular grille. Stallion in the middle of it, two single headlights each side. It was just absolutely brilliant. And I think it's a real shame that the the Mustang for so long actually went away from that original design. Yes, they're bringing it back now. The back's sloping down at the back. They've got the three red lights at the back of it. They've got single headlights at the front. But for, for a good decade, the Mustang was just lost in the wilderness in my eyes. It was just it was just nowhere to be seen. It was fat, slow, slobbish, no power. You know, they were putting five-litre engines in them, but getting hardly any brake horsepower or top speed out of them. Just, just rubbish, rubbish, rubbish cars. But take me back to generation number one. Take me back to the 1960s. Put me in that bullet Mustang. And I'll be a happy boy. Right, so this size top five Fords. Do you agree with us? Let us know. Get in touch with us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or Tumblr. 
We're all at Two Men in the Motor on those social medias. Please subscribe to us. We are down there. Down there's a little button, a little red button, a little bit square thing. Press on it, subscribe, and there'll be a big one in a second on the screen. You can just hit that, subscribe to us, whatever you like. And tell your friends, and please, we need more followers and likes and whatever. Yeah. Say so, anything to add? Uh, no, just again, that we're on Drive Tribe. And oh. uh, I hope. When Al says there's a big one coming up, he means the subscribe button and nothing else. Um, but yeah, uh, let's crack on with your five. So tune in next time to see what my top five thoughts are. See you soon. Goodbye. Nice. Bye. Bye.